Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Food Heals Podcast, Episode 265. Your body is a beautiful vehicle for healing and is here to guide you. We as humans are whole humans. We are mind, body, soul, connecting all of those layers and seeing ourselves as a whole connected being rather than parts. And allowing ourselves to be loved. Every human is so special and is needed. We must hear the voice of everybody. We are going to make that change that the world is needing. And craving right now. You know, to know that using my talents is not only is it imperative for myself, but in terms of sharing my gifts with the world and know that it is something that I should be sharing. Just being fully aligned, trusting in a source, and just if it's not a, a hell yes, then it's definitely a hell no. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches.
In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat in this dress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Today, it's a mashup where we are talking to six spirit junkies who have changed their bodies, their businesses, and their lives by creating a spiritually aligned relationship with food. These are all brand new interviews. I can't wait to share them with you. But first, Food Heals Nation, last Friday, I announced that Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital taught by Gabby Bernstein is live. And there are only a few days left to enroll before the course completely closes until next year. So if you're interested, go to spiritjunkynation.com. You can get all the info. You can sign up right now. And Spirit Junkie Masterclass is this powerful course. It can assist you in up-leveling in all areas of your life. So if you have an important message to share, a vision that you talk about, that you meditate on, that you really want to manifest, that you know is within you and ready to share, this is the type of calling that cannot be ignored. But you might be afraid to take action or maybe you have no idea where to start. But if you're ready to rise up, face that fear, and transform it into fearless action, Gabby is ready to give you the inspiration and practical tools that you need to turn your passion into your career. Spirit Junkie Masterclass will set you up to finally earn for your great work, create abundance in every area of your life, and share your empowering message with the world. You can truly inspire others by doing what inspires you. And of course, I have bonuses for you, Food Heals Nation, which I will tell you about later in the show. If you want to know right now, go to spiritjunkynation.com. But next up, please enjoy my interviews on creating a spiritually aligned relationship with food. We're talking to Megan, Kelly Lynn, Michelle, Alana, and Dano. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. She's a spiritual entrepreneur whose mission is to empower others to build the purpose-driven businesses of their dreams while creating a life and a business that feels on purpose and incredibly fulfilling. Please welcome Meg Sylvester. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to have you and reconnect with you on online. Likewise, likewise. You know, the topic of today that I wanted to talk to you about, because I know that you've done this, is really how we can create a spiritually aligned relationship with food and then, you know, how that ends up affecting the rest of our lives, you know, our businesses, our goals, our dreams, our families, all that good stuff. So take us back and take us through your journey. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty crazy to think how much an impact food and my relationship with food has had on my entire life. And even thinking about the, the impact food has had on my business. Um, it's just pretty <laughs> awesome to be able to like make those connections. And I mean, really, honestly, my entire spiritual awakening, my, my whole life transformation was catalyzed by really shifting my relationship with food. And I remember reading the book Grain Brain by Dr. David Perlmutter. Did you ever read that? Yeah. So many people bring this book up. It's so funny. It's like, it's a part of a lot of our journeys. It is. It flipped a switch. I feel like it was one of the first books that really helped to shine a light on this like food, mood, mind, body connection in a way that was easy for me to consume at the point where I was in my life. So like before reading that book, I hadn't really thought about how food impacted my mental state, which Mm -hmm. just sounds crazy for me to say now. I'm like, well, duh, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, oh my God, me too. Yeah. I remember feeling that way. And now it's like, all of this is so obvious, but I couldn't see right. it. How I did I it. go like 30 years, 33, 34 years with like 
not ever putting those two things together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I read that book. And then I read the book, um, Life Changing Food by Anthony Williams, Medical Medium. And a few pages in, I remember turning to my husband and was like, this book is going to change my life. And it did. <laughs> I started seeing food as really spiritual in nature and just this immense connection we have to food and the powerful properties of food and not just on a physical level. I mean, I spent years feeling like crap and I couldn't get a diagnosis. I even thought at once I had a brain tumor because my migraines were so bad. And Mm. I just went to so many doctors and could never get a diagnosis. And not once did anybody ever ask, Hey, what are you eating? Now, when I eat, like I see my food as a gift, as like nourishment and you know, I put my hands over my food, I bless my food, and I invite my food to bless me. And it's just this like, beautiful, deep connection and recognizing that food is medicine. And so are our thoughts. And, you know, so is the way we treat ourselves, everything is medicine. And yeah, so I'm pretty passionate about it. (laughs) Yeah, I could not agree more. (laughs) No, me too. And it's like, I, I remember when I didn't have a concept of this. And so my goal is to reach the people who were like me and who were like you who didn't have any sort of understanding about these concepts. And yes, food is either our poison or our medicine. We have to choose medicine. And then that's what happened to me too. Like I started realizing the physical aspects and then the emotional and mental aspects that went exactly along with it. Because even if you're eating a perfect diet and you eat salads and soups and smoothies all day and fruits and vegetables, if you're telling yourself every day terrible things about your body or about your mood, Mm -hmm. then you can't heal either. So it really all goes hand in hand. Right. Yeah. So take us through your experience. I know that you discovered functional medicine and Mm -hmm. that's something I am so passionate about talking about. So tell us about that. Yes, me too. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, when I couldn't get a diagnosis, I was struggling with challenges like migraines almost daily. I was on mild antidepressants. I had horrible acne, um, like cystic acne, and I was using all the most like high end skin products, you know, and I had stomach issues. I was just like super moody and always so tired. And I knew that I was too young to be feeling like this. And, you know, I was, I was searching for a diagnosis. I was hoping to get some sort of diagnosis and you know, I would go to the doctors and get blood work done. And it was all just kind of like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're fine. It's like, no, I'm not, you know? And, <laughs> and I became obsessed and, and really resonated with the idea of root cause medicine. As I went down that rabbit hole, it started awakening within me. Okay. It's not just about the physical. We can find a root cause for mental and emotional as well. And that's kind of what propelled me into the work that I do now, helping people find and uproot the root cause of limiting beliefs and of self-sabotage and patterns. Our thoughts create our, our reality. And so if there's something about your reality that you don't like, you go within, you know, and you find the root cause that's inviting those situations and circumstances. So functional medicine really opened up just a whole new way of thinking for me. And and I'm so grateful that it's starting to, uh, it's on the rise, you know, and people are really waking up to this type of um, lifestyle. Yeah. 
I love functional medicine. I tell everyone that that's where to start. You know, people are like, oh, should I try a naturopath or should I try acupuncture? You know, all of the things. Yeah, do it all, but go see a functional medicine doctor because what they can determine is not what any other, um, you know, traditional Western medicine is going to test for. And just like you said earlier, I can't tell you how many times I've interviewed people who have, unfortunately, the same story where the doctor never asked, what are you eating every day? What are you telling yourself every day? day? What is your nutrition like? And that is a travesty where you go to functional medicine and they're going to ask you those questions and they're going to test everything, your stool, your pee, your blood, your skin. I think they test your hair. I don't even remember, but it's like you can take your health to the next level and you can learn, oh, here are my food allergies. Oh, here are my food sensitivities. Oh my gosh, I have heavy metals. What could that be? causing my chronic fatigue, even though I'm doing, you know, yoga and meditation and eating well, and I'm still having chronic fatigue, but you can find all that out. And then you're empowered to make all the shifts. Yes. And that's what I love about it. It's so empowering. Whereas, and I don't want to just sit here and like rag on traditional Western medicine, but, (laughs) and with traditional Western medicine, you kind of feel like you are in the hands of the doctor and it's just kind of whatever they say is your fate and you take this pill and then that's, that, that's all there is to it. Whereas with functional medicine, it's so empowering because you have the power to make certain choices and you, you are empowered with this information about what's going on in your body and, and knowing the tools that you can use and, and the foods that you can work with and supplements and plants and herbs, you know, and it's just, it's so empowering. Absolutely. And so how did changing your relationship with food and really understanding your body, mind, body, and spirit, how did that contribute to you to the rest of your life, to the other things you are doing. I know you've got this beautiful purpose-driven business and you help others create a life and a business on purpose that's fulfilling. So how did that all kind of expand into every area of your life? Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, it's just incredible to think of how impactful it's been. And in fact, when I first started my coaching business, it was functional medicine and holistic health because I was just so crazy passionate about the transformation I experienced in my life through Mm -hmm. food and, and wellness that I wanted to just shout it from the rooftops and work with as many people as I could to help empower them. For me, becoming empowered and I don't think I had ever felt empowered before. I always felt kind of like the victim, you know, and like, well, this is what it is and poor me and I feel like crap and there's nothing I can do about it. And, you know, it really helped me to shift out of victim mentality and into this lighthouse mentality. And from there, I finally felt empowered to really connect to what it was that I truly wanted to do and to live for myself and to answer my soul's calling, which, which is to speak, it's to lead retreats, it's to help empower people who want to live a more full life. And that all started because I shifted my relationship with food, you know, and it, it helped me to release issues like, you know, depression, lack of motivation, like extreme fatigue and because those symptoms were released, I was able to really rise more fully into my potential and my capacity. And so my role as a mother changed drastically. I was finally able to like Mm. hang out and play with my kids. It changed, obviously my career. I was in a, a corporate job 
when all of this started. And I left that corporate job to start my own business all because of that. I'm seeing my dreams just unfold rapidly. And when I think about what that catalyst was, it was honestly changing my relationship with food. And that just, it just ignited everything else for me. I get you, girl. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's a fun journey to be on. It is. And and it's exciting. And of course, there can be obstacles, but obstacles are just detours in the right direction. And I think that's one of the lessons that that we learned at Spirit Junkie Masterclass where we met. So can you tell me how your experience at Spirit Junkie Masterclass has really played into all of this? Yeah. Well, I first read Gabby's book, The Universe Has Your Back, kind of right around the same time that this whole shift in an interest in functional medicine came about. So so first of all, reading The Universe Has Your Back is really what kind of woke me up to spirituality. Before that, I did not have a spiritual practice because I felt the only way to be spiritual was through religion and organized religion just never really fully resonated with me. Combining that with this empowered new way of living, bringing spirituality into it and this connection to something greater impacted my life. It's hard to even put into words. And then going to Spirit Junkie Masterclass and really learning the tools how to confidently run my spiritual business and how to give a beautiful talk, how, and now I'm running retreats all over the world, you know? And so just thinking about how much it's expanded and also the connections, you know, the beautiful connections that I made enhanced my life so much, you know, we wouldn't be talking right now, or maybe we would. Exactly. Maybe we would have found each other in another way. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. It's just a beautiful experience. Yeah. And I love our Facebook group and the fact that I contacted you, what, two days ago? And I was like, yes, come on my show. Uh So it's like things like that are great. We can collaborate. And yeah, I mean, for me, it's helped me step more fully into my power. When I first went to Spirit Junkie Masterclass, I was not a speaker. And now I have spoken at stages not only across the US, but in four countries throughout the world. I couldn't even dream of that life before I went. Like I didn't even know it was possible. And it was all because I was encouraged to share my story and that my story was a gift to the world. And it wasn't something to play small and play the victim of. It was something to share authentically because if I was healing from something and I was on this healing journey that there were people that needed to hear that message so that they would give themselves permission to heal as well. And I think that was a huge takeaway for me. Yeah, I remember, you know, we all had the opportunity to lead small groups in a guided meditation. And that was the first time that I had led people in a guided meditation. And now in a year, in less than a year, I've led four retreats, two of them international. I have another international retreat coming up in two months. And, uh, you know, I'm leading guided meditations. I'm teaching people Kundalini yoga. You know, all of this was, this whole world was introduced to me and now it is my world, you know, and it's just wild to like know that it's going to keep blossoming and expanding in ways that just feel so fulfilling. You know, it's just, it's just so cool. (laughs) It is so cool. And so Megan, I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm so excited for your retreat. So I would love for you to tell Food Heals Nation a little bit more about how they can find you online, how they can attend your retreats, all that good stuff. 
Yeah. Awesome. So you can learn all about me and what I do on my website. It's megsylvester.com. And I also spend a lot of time on Instagram and over on Instagram, I'm Megan Sylvester. That's Megan with an H. And yeah, I have a retreat coming up, a women's self-awakening and connection retreat in Guatemala. And this is actually a transformational travel trip. So we're going to be traveling throughout Guatemala, working with the Mayan culture, really connecting to the way that they work with plants, even doing a sacred plant medicine ceremony. We're going to be, some of the proceeds will go to sponsoring a teacher for a year in Guatemala, which I'm just really excited about. We'll go into a worry doll workshop. So it's all about like women's empowerment and really connecting to the earth, connecting to culture, connecting to your highest self. You know, and that's what all of my retreats are about really. But this one coming up in Guatemala, I'm just really excited about it. It's going to be really deep and a really beautiful experience. So that's coming up in October. Um, We have a few spots left. So if anybody is interested, the information is on my website, um, but they are also free to get in touch with me. And I am more than happy to do that. So you can contact me over Instagram or contact me through my website. My email is on there and uh, we can chat. Awesome. Well, I might be at the next retreat because I love retreats and I'm a retreat and conference junkie. So (laughs) who knows? I might be there. (laughs) I'd love to have you. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Meg, so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, super happy, of course. She's a certified business leadership and life coach, a writer, a motivational speaker, and she's helped thousands of women build smart and sustainable businesses, redefine success through shifting their mindsets, increasing their confidence, and stepping into their divine power. I love that. Please welcome Kelly Lynn. Hello, Allison. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so glad to have you. Thanks for being here. I love connecting with other spirit junkies. Yes, I know. Spirit junkie at heart. (laughs) Spirit junkie for life. Okay. Kelly, I know you have a really good weight loss story and healing journey. Can you really talk about how you created a spiritually aligned relationship with food? Yeah. So my journey with food has been one of ups and downs. And, you know, I really wanted to start eating healthier and just getting in the best shape of my life. And I really took that commitment probably about two years ago. And I was really committed to just cleaning up how I was eating because I was just putting all sorts of food in my body and I just wasn't feeling good. And it was never about the weight loss per se. It was more of like, this has to become a lifestyle and I really want to feel better because when I feel better, I can do better right in the world. And my career demands a lot of my time, energy, and attention. I just wasn't feeling well and I wasn't really leveling up to my optimum level. So I just started to really watch what I was eating and putting in my mouth and and the quality of foods I was eating, moving my body and drinking a lot of water. And really the weight just kind of came off and I feel so much better. Like again, it's a lifestyle. It wasn't a fad diet or anything. It was just my intention to be more intentional with eating good foods and feeling good. 
So that was where my journey started. Absolutely. And so you ended up during that journey, actually losing 40 pounds and healing yourself of some autoimmune conditions. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So I really was like, wow, food is really medicine. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> food is thy medicine. And yeah, I have a lot of autoimmune things, you know, and, and it's, it's chronic. And I, I've had these for years. I had thyroid condition, psoriasis, psoriatic arthritis. But what is so beautiful about the body and these autoimmune diseases that I have is that I know in a minute that if I put bad food in my body or if I'm tired, like it's really just like the body is so beautiful because I'll know if I'm going in the wrong direction. And I know the minute I put like junk in my body, it automatically, the inflammation starts to go up. I feel lethargic and I really need to really watch what I eat. I actually did a kind of like a fast cleanse about two weeks ago and it was beautiful. Like my inflammation markers went down. I felt amazing after the five days and it was really just a reboot. I just felt so amazing. And it really is like food is so powerful even drinking enough water and getting enough sleep and all of that combined, I've really been healing and I'm still on the journey. You know, I'm not completely healed. I'll say that, but I will say that eating healthier has definitely helped all my autoimmune diseases and chronic diseases. So, I mean, who is completely healed? If you came on the show and you were like, I healed myself, I'm done. I would be like, we're never done. So it's like, it's more authentic to say like, I'm constantly healing, but I've healed something. I've come this far and I'm going to keep going, you know, probably for the rest of my life. I'm working on my healing journey, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so what kind of cleanse did you do? I'm a huge proponent of cleansing. It was like a fast mimicking. So it basically makes your body think you're fasting, but you're eating. So there was a lot of soups, kale crackers, really good stuff. The company's called Prolon. I knew it was Prolon. (laughs) The mimicking. I'm like, that's their language. (laughs) Yeah. And I felt amazing. After the five days, I was like, wow. I don't know. To me, I felt amazing. And it really restarted me and rebooted me. And yeah, I just needed that reboot here and there sometimes. Yeah. I love a good reboot. I always do my juice cleanses. I try to do it seasonally or at least twice a year. And it's just five to six days of hardcore juicing, some soups lots of supplements. And God, do I feel so much better. It's like, I feel good most of the time. But when you do a cleanse, you forget how wonderful the body is designed to feel, right? You just feel radiant and you can achieve more like, look, the toxins are coming out. So there will be a period of time where you might feel worse before you get better. And that's okay. That's part of the process. But then at the end of the six days or however long you choose to do it, you feel like a new person. And it's so amazing how quickly the body is able to detox and rid itself of junk. And when you're putting all those nutrients in and you feel so good so fast, and that's just a testament to the healing power of the body. Absolutely. Yeah. And and like you said, like the first two days for me was hard, but I knew my body was detoxing, right? And it was totally fine. But then the last three days, it was like, wow, I was a new person and I felt incredible. So I am like a big believer in 
fasting and and just eating right and getting all the detox, you know, detoxing your body and getting just all the crap out of your body, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I know you're big on mindset and spirituality. We're both spirit junkies. So can you tell me like what role did your mindset play in setting your goal to lose weight and to heal yourself of autoimmune? Like what did that look like? Yeah. So it was huge. I mean, it was a journey every single day. You know, it's not easy, you know, I'll say that, but I really just stayed in the present moment. The present moment is all that we have. And I limited my time on future tripping, (laughs) you know, (laughs) what am I going to eat tomorrow? So the mind is so powerful. And I did a lot of visualization and, you know, affirmations and even believing before seeing really just being in the present moment. That's what it came down to. And just not future tripping. So, and speaking out loud too, I think visualization, speaking out loud, because when you speak out loud, your body hears at the cellular level. So I think mindset is a huge component and, and any way that I could have stayed plugged in. And even to this day, like, you know, positive uplifting videos or podcasts like yours or anything that is positive that you can surround yourself with, even people. Like I was detoxing amongst like negative people in my life. So I think it's on all levels and I don't watch the news. I think it's all levels of detoxing that is really important. Food, you know, being one of them, but just every single level in your life. And, you know, for me, it was just staying in the present moment for mindset and telling myself, okay, just taking it one step at a time and not overwhelming myself. Because I know for me, if I overwhelm myself and I put too much on my plate all at once, then something will fall off and then I'll get frustrated. I won't complete it. And then I'll just kind of downward spiral. So for me, it's like one step at a time, slowing down and then being in the present moment. I love that. And I love what you said about speaking out loud, our cells respond to our voice. And so if we're telling ourselves internally or externally, I'm fat, I'm unhappy, I'm depressed, all those things, the cells go, okay, let's create more of that, right? And if we're telling ourselves every day the opposite, I am bold, I am beautiful, I am thin, I am happy, that is going to shift things on a cellular level. And the same thing when it comes to trying to manifest what I want to create in the world. And I'm talking to my spirit guides and my angels, I used to do it silently like a prayer. And it was like a guilty prayer. Like I felt guilty for even asking for anything like, dear God, please help me with this. You know, like now I declare it out loud. Like this is what's happening, angels. I'll take the action steps. You find the people or the places or whatever it is to make it happen. And so once I started declaring it out loud, I think everything started started to shift for my health, for my business, all that good stuff. Absolutely great. Yeah. I speak it out loud. I talk to spirit guides, angels, universe, and it's like you declare it and it is, right? And that is the whole, I think at the cellular level too, the believing before seeing. So you have to believe it. And, and embody it and, and ask for guidance and take the action steps. But I really think that comes down to like the believing before you see it. Yeah, totally. And I know that you also help thousands of women build smart and sustainable businesses. So what advice do you have for people who really want to what you call redefine success? And I know you talk about shifting their mindsets and really stepping into their divine power. Those are your words. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I think it starts from my work really starts from the inner and then the outer. So if you think about kind of like a graph, the horizontal line really representing the doing, right? The doing, the goal line, as I like to call it. And then the vertical line being the being and the soul line. So you have these two lines, like the doing line going across and then 
up and down is the being. So it's kind of like the goal line and the soul line. And I think we're so much of my life, like this is why it resonates with me because it's my story. And I know a lot of people out there, I'm a type a personality. And I was always on the doing line. I was always, what's the next goal? Okay. I have to launch the podcast. I have to write the book. I have to make the six figures. I have to be in the media. I have to be on TV. Right. And I would achieve all these goals and the doing, and I was always doing, but we're really like a human being, right? So it's the being and the doing together. So what I realized is, oh, I wasn't focusing on my inner world. You know, I was doing so much and doing's not bad, but when you're only doing, it can overtake your life and it overtook mine. I landed in the hospital. I had adrenal fatigue. I was burnt out and because I was doing all the time and I wasn't really being. So for me, the transformation really started when my inner world changed, right? So the being of it, like, who did I want to be? Like, I didn't want to be stressed out. I didn't want to be criticizing. I didn't want to be judging. I didn't want to be complaining. And that's where I lived a lot of the time. And the soul line or the being line, it's like, well, we want to feel fulfillment and peace and joy and happiness and ease and flow and grace, right? And that was never present in my life when I was always doing. So I really went on this journey, the self-discovery journey of forgiving myself and having self-compassion for myself and really more grace and space and ease and like slowing down. It's not like when I say slowing down, I think people think, oh, well, I don't want to be lazy. I have to do it, right? Because I'm from New York. That's the type A talking. (laughs) Yeah, the type A, the New Yorker talking because I'm from New York. But it's like, no, like you can slow down. Like if you picture a bow and arrow, right? And you kind of take the arrow back and then shoot it. That's really kind of how I pivoted is like, I kind of slow down, I pull the arrow back, I did the internal work. And then it's like, then the doing has more oomph right behind it. So for me, the transformation always stems from internal to external. And even with my eating, right? With my eating, it's like, it always starts internally, you know, what you're saying to yourself, what you're putting in your body. So really taking a step back and being really intentional about what I was doing, if that makes any sense. Oh my gosh, Kelly, it makes total sense. I mean, your story is my story. I'm a type A, recovering type A. And I have to be really mindful of bringing myself back to, like you said, the slowing down that I used to view as, like you said, being lazy, right? But people that aren't type A don't view it that way. It's us who are just judging ourselves that way. And it's like, no, slow down and everything's going to fall into place and it's all good. And when you work on the inner, the outer, just it all falls into place perfectly. Yeah. And it's like, listen, whoever you believe in, right? Your listeners might believe in God, Buddha, the universe, angel, spirit guys. I mean, it all has your back. Like everything's working out for your highest good. And I think that's, you know, a lot of that is like the spirit junkie way, right? It's like, okay, well, everything's working out for your highest good. So if something doesn't work out, it's okay because something else greater is supposed to come into your sphere, into your world. So, and everything is, we always hear the saying, everything is happening for you, right? Not to you. So it's it's just all of that. And I think it's like slowing down and, and to really, realize that and it all comes together, you know, in perfect divine order. 
Yeah. And it's like, I like that what you just said, things are happening for us, even if it's a flat tire or something that really takes us out. Well, there's a reason for it. And we can't always see it at the time. But I think like it can just be a message to people like us. Hey, slow down. You don't need to get there that quickly. It can be frustrating at the time, but you can usually always look back and find the lesson or why it happened for you. Or you don't go to that event or that party and then something bad happened there. Or, you know, it's good that you weren't there or it wasn't a good event. So it's good you weren't there. You know, things like that, that just happen and we think they're negative and then they turn out to be positive. So yeah, we met at Spirit Junkie Masterclass. Can you talk a little bit about like your experience and maybe some of your biggest takeaways? I think it's really just trusting, you know, in a higher power. For me, you know, that hasn't come easily. I I thought I was like all trusting, right? And this almighty higher power. And in certain times and areas of my life, like I'm not trusting, you know, I'm not surrendering and it's okay. But like, I've learned from that. And it's like, really, when you come to, I don't know, crossroads in your life or you're dealing, like you said, like with an issue or a flat tire or whatever's coming your way, it's like, okay, how can I surrender even more? And how can I just have more grace and have more space and trust that and know that everything's working out for my highest good? And I think that was like the biggest takeaway for me. There's no coincidences or synchronicities. Like it's all like we think it is. You know, I'll share a story that just happened to me today. It's so small, but right, really there's no, what is it? There's no order in miracles. There's no size in miracles. So I was on the phone with one of the air flights that I fly, one of the air carriers and had, I don't know, 19,000 points and I needed 20,000 points to get a free flight. And uh-huh. so I was just talking to this woman and whatever, like, this is so like trivial, but like I was talking to this woman and I was like, oh my gosh. And we were trying to book a flight with the points and I, I really just needed 20,000 points. And so so literally she puts me on hold for like 10 minutes and comes mm-hmm. back and she's like, oh my God, we just adjusted you and we gave you like another thousand points so you can actually get the flight for free. I'm like, what? Like, I mean, it's so trivial, right? But I'm like, oh my gosh, that's divine. Like that's divine. Like, yeah. It was so small, but it like so made my day, you know, I was like, oh my God, God bless you. <laughs> so little small things like that, that is not a coincidence. Like that happened for a reason. It's just something that happened to me today that I surrendered and I let go and just found the grace and ease and space in that situation. So I think we can do that with anything, right? Yeah. And that's such a good one. And I think when many miracles, like what happened to you with the flight today happens, and by the way, I'm going to call and try to upgrade my Italy flight and see if I get any magic. I'm free. But um, (laughs) I think it's about appreciating the small miracles and the small unexpected random acts of kindness like she did for you or good things that happen to us. And the more that we appreciate the small miracles, then more miracles come and they get bigger and bigger. And when you're in gratitude, yeah, you get it. When you're in gratitude, you're in appreciation, then you're open to receive more of that. Absolutely. And you're just a vessel and we're all here right, doing whatever we're supposed to be doing. And what my coach says something really great. It's because a lot of people have money stories, right? In relationship with money. And it's like, you know, I'll use the word God. It's all God's money anyway. (laughs) Right. When we leave this earth, like, right. We're not taking our cars. We're not taking our possessions. That's why health is so important, right? You have to treat your body well and feed it good foods and move it. Right. Cause at the end of the day, that's all you're going to have. You're not going to have the house and the cars and the things and the material things. So I think it's just really important, right. To just, okay, there's miracles everywhere, but 
but taking care of yourself is, is so, so important. Yeah. I mean, you can't take it with you, I think is really, really something we all should remember. And I always love busting myths around money, especially because it's like, oh, what did you hear when you were a kid? Money doesn't grow on trees. Money is made out of paper. It literally grows on trees. So it's like busting those myths and then you go, oh, maybe I could see this differently. And when you start to see things differently, everything can shift for you. And you can say, I expect checks in the mail. And then you'll start getting checks. And I'm not trying to be the secret and simplify this. But you know, if you do the spiritual work and you really learn to live in gratitude and you really learn to trust that everything is happening, like you said, for you and not to you and not being a victim of your circumstances, right? Everything can start to shift and you can start to receive what it is that you desire, whether it is perfect health, whether it is millions of dollars, you know, I don't know, whatever it is that you are, maybe it's a perfect relationship, a family, whatever it is that you want, you can have, but you got to do the work around it. And it's not as hard as it people make it seem out. Yeah. And we're all creators. Like we came from something and we're all little miracles, you know, like, and we're all creators of our own life. <laughs> and we can create anything. It's really, really powerful. And I've seen people go, you know, from homeless to seven figures. I've seen some really miraculous stories of people just creating what they want. It's so important that we know that. And we own that, that we can create whatever we want and we can create a healthy lifestyle. We can create a healthy bank account. And I think people sometimes limit their thinking or or feel confined or it's just a mindset, but just to be open to what is available to you and knowing it's so powerful. It's the mindset, but then it's also what you're putting in your body too, right? It's kind of like the soul line and the goal line. It goes hand in hand. It's like mind, body, and soul. You can't have one without the other. I think. No, absolutely. I'm with you. And so just last question, tell me about how your coaching, writing and speaking career has shifted since taking Spirit Junkie Masterclass, because I know a lot of Gabby's teachings are really about how to own your story and be more authentic in your business, show up in the world so you can create the world that you want to see through our businesses and living through our passions and doing what you know might scare us. Yeah. Yeah. It totally pivoted actually. So my speaking, coaching and writing business totally pivoted about two years ago. I started out with, you know, the whole like pushing, controlling, manipulating, right? No, this has to happen. I have to hit this goal. And, you know, I was doing good. I was making money. I was serving people. I was getting clients, attracting clients, whatever have you. I was getting good opportunities. I was on TV. Again, it all looked good on paper, but inside it was, it just didn't feel aligned. And I really needed to slow down and really listen to the internal guidance. So it really has transformed me into just a deeper trusting and relationship with a higher power. And so now my business is like, I don't do anything that I don't feel aligned with. Like if it's not a hell yes, then I'm not doing it. I think in the beginning, I was just saying yes to anything and everything and anybody. And I really didn't have boundaries and that served. I think that served for a while. But now it's like, if I don't feel alignment or fulfillment, or if I don't feel like if I'm serving, like I just don't do it. And now my coaching practice is referral and invitation only. I don't coach perfect strangers, you know, it's just not my model. I only speak to events and groups and they don't have to be large. I mean, they can be small, they can be 10 people, they can be 500, doesn't matter, but I need to feel alignment with that. And I think it's really important to me at this point to really come from like a serving heart. Like if I know if I can serve someone and help someone, I will do it. And if I'm aligned with the cause or the mission or even the audience, then I'm going to do it. So 
just alignment. And I've been writing and right now I put the book down for a little bit, right? Because it's, it's like, okay, well, I think there's more that needs to be flushed out. So I put the book down for a little bit. I focus on the podcast, the coaching and the speaking, and that's okay, right? Because there's alignment within that. And I know I'll pick up the book and I'll be like highly laser focused. But yeah, I think it's just pivoting on just being fully aligned, trusting in a source. And just if it's not a, a hell yes, then it's definitely a hell no. So that's where I've been coming from lately. That's a quote that I can live my life by. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Thank you, Kelly. I really, really enjoyed this. Let everyone know where they can find you online, coach with you. I know you don't work with everyone. That's okay. See you speak, follow you on Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah. So one main thing is my website. So it's kellylynnadams.com. That's my handle on all social media. So Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. So it's pretty easy to find me. Well, thank you so much for being here, Kelly Lynn. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope that you're enjoying our episode on creating a spiritually aligned relationship with food to improve your body, your business, and your life. And for those of you who are interested in joining us for Spirit Junkie Masterclass, class of 2019, you can go to spiritjunkienation.com right now to join. But let me tell you about some of the bonuses that you're going to get when you join this year. I will send you an exclusive Lululemon swag bag full of some of my favorite organic vegan health and beauty products. It'll be mailed straight to your door. It's one of my favorite bonuses that I offer. You're also going to get a 15-minute video call with Adam Shibley to map out your transformation battle plan. You remember Adam. He's the one who has been on the podcast multiple times. He lost 100 pounds and was so inspired by his own results that he helped people in his home hometown, lose over 35,000 pounds, and he wants to help you on your health and wellness journey to transform your health as well. You're also going to get a one-on-one coaching call with best-selling author and founder of Copy That Pops, Laura Peterson. Laura believes that you have a story, you need a book, and Laura can help you write it, make it a bestseller on Amazon, and use it to earn more profits in your business. So you're going to get one hour of consulting with Laura. You're also going to get my digital course. It's my podcast, Greenlight, Marketing and Monetization Success Strategies digital class where I will teach you advanced monetization techniques to create passive income through podcasting. I'm also going to go through my unique marketing strategies to reach your target audience. And I'm going to teach you how to build relationships with your listeners and create fans. So much more in that course you're going to get if you join Spirit Junkie Masterclass. You're also going to get a 15-minute healthier living consultation with Chef Melissa G. She's going to help you discuss your needs, your wants, your goals, and how you can get started on your journey to living and eating healthier. She's going to give you a printable grocery list and weekly meal planning template, plus her healthy pantry swaps guide. So no matter where you are on your healing journey, if you're looking to eat more plant-based food on a budget, Melissa is the girl to help you do just that. 
I'm also giving you my Rise and Bloom Mastermind. It's a special event. It's a two-hour online mastermind with me and other wellness entrepreneurs. We're going to talk about how to create the business and lifestyle you've been dreaming of by sharing your authentic health and healing story. So it's going to be an intimate group setting where we're going to dive into 21 plus strategies to create online income that you can start incorporating right away. You're also going to get Whitney and Jason's brand new wellness warrior training course where you will get the strategies that you need to thrive. They're going to help you master your well-being and align every aspect of your life. They help you with physical health, emotional health, mental health, financial health, and they're online course offers powerful mindset practices to elevate yourself like never before and unlock your inner superpowers. Susie is going to give you six powerful guided manifestation meditations. These are going to help assist you in your spiritual healing journey. She's got some beautiful topics like how to attract abundance into all areas of your life, how to release anxiety and finally find peace, how to remove creative blocks and find divine inspiration. One of my favorites, just to name a few. You're also going to get six months access to the Food Heals VIP Club with never before heard podcast episodes. We're talking holistic health, we're talking spirituality, and we're talking business. Those are all my three favorite topics, you know, if you listen to this podcast a lot. So we're going to talk to Avita Rampart about writing a best-selling book. We're going to talk to Jill Stanton about building Facebook groups. We're going to talk to Susie Hardy about emotional freedom techniques and how to tap trauma away. So many more episodes you're going to get in those six months. You get three per month. So those are the nine bonuses you're going to get if you join Spirit Junkie Masterclass at spiritjunkynation.com plus Gabby has bonuses for you as well. So register by June 20th. You're going to get my $1,999 worth of bonuses, and you're going to get Gabby's $3,999 worth of bonuses. You're going to get a free ticket to Gabby's one-day brand new Spirit Junkie Live event, which you can either attend in New York City or anywhere on live stream video. You're also going to get her Spirit Junkie Business Basics digital course. This is everything you need to know before you talk to a lawyer, right? So you're going to learn about contracts, negotiating, how to protect yourself online. It's really, really helpful and super valuable. You're also going to get lifetime access to the Spirit Junkie Masterclass community. This one is priceless, Food Heals Nation. I work with my Spirit Junkies all the time, whether we're collaborating for business or helping each other with our health journeys. And you can go to the private Facebook group anytime long after you've taken the course to continue connecting with like-minded individuals. All right, and stick around because we've got three more interviews with some Spirit Junkies where we're talking about how to create a spiritually aligned relationship with food. You are listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. She's a motivator, a life coach, and a speaker who supports and empowers people to transform their lives from the inside out. She has been an advisor to first ladies, presidents, celebrities, singers, and songwriters. Please welcome Michelle DeMatteo. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have you. I'm glad we connected when you're all the way in Bali. Yes, here I am, 14 hours ahead of you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's the future. You live in the future. I am in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back here living in the past in California. Michelle, well, thanks for taking the time. So can you tell Food Heals Nation a little bit about your journey and how you really created a spiritually aligned relationship with food? 
Absolutely. Well, actually, I would say that I had, let's say, some sort of a spiritual awakening with my recovery from anorexia 10 years ago. That's where everything started, actually. Back then, I was working full-time as a fashion designer. I was living in New York City, and I was living, living my dream, actually, the dream that I had since I was four years old. But at some point, I... I don't know. I lost myself. I lost myself in translation. I felt a very big disconnection with my body, with myself in general. Like I, I knew what the word or expressions of love meant, but I had no idea how that was, let's say, part of, of my, my routine. And definitely um, my relationship with food had to do a lot with it. It always does. Yes. And it's very interesting because as a human being you think it's just one area is the body so you have to think how to heal this that i have right but it was through this spiritual awakening that i finally understood that i was so wrong because the body is one part and we are integral beings and without actually taking care of our thoughts that are feelings in motion it's very difficult to actually start seeing changes in our body and the way we eat and the way we perceive life. But most importantly, if we don't have the spirituality, a spirit in this equation, nothing will happen. And once I acknowledge that, my relationship had an aha moment. I had a transformation. This eating disorder was not an illness. It was my greatest teacher because below all that layer that I was experiencing on a physical level, there were like so many sub layers that I needed to heal, to grow, to reconnect, to understand, and, and also like to, to forgive. And it was, it was there where I actually had the opportunity to fall in love with myself and, and understand why I was here and start living, you know, again in a joyful and peaceful place with myself and also share that with others. This is such a beautiful story and I'm totally with you. And I think forgiveness is a big component when it comes to like us learning to love ourselves, love our bodies and forgive ourselves for the judgments and the things that we've done to it and the things that we've held against ourselves. And forgiveness really opens the door to freedom. And so what were some of the tools that you used to, to get there? I mean, I use different tools, for example, yoga and meditation. That was a big one. It was learning how to breathe again, how to understand how my body feels. So that was a very good way to reconnect with with my breath, but most importantly with myself. Yoga is really miraculous. I mean, it's it's such an integral practice and, and it really takes you to places that you don't even know exist within you. I also think that prayer and forgiveness that was a another like let's say big set of tools and reading about the benefits of food was very good for me because it was like creating or generating curiosity around things that I felt afraid of for many years so by learning why this was good for me instead of counting calories for example was a very good way for me to fall in love with food to understand that Food was here to heal me, to nurture me, to make me happy, to make me beautiful, to make me glow, 
not to take all of those actually away from me. So that was a, a very good thing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's why this podcast is called Food Heals for exactly what you just laid out. <laughs> and so once you were creating this relationship with food and like this spiritual, you know, relationship of your own understanding, what results did you start to see? I started feeling more peace and less anxiety. I started focusing less on the need to control everything that was happening around me, around food. And I was able to let go. Also, while I was, you know, in this journey of learning, I started sharing. It was very nice to be able to share with other people what I was learning and be of service. And I think in any recovery process, in any relationship, especially when we're talking about spiritually aligned with our relationship with food, it's very important that we understand that food is a, is a celebration, is, is something that we can share with others. And when we share with others our passion for food or the way we cook or the way, that, let's say, we heal ourselves through this, uh, for example, fruit or this uh, amazing leaf that I just try that is very good, I don't know, for, for the God or something, it becomes a different dialogue. And I think that is also a very good way to, to continue to cultivate this, this relationship. How has sharing your story and your struggles helped you help others? Well, first, because I guess that the only thing that you can do is be true to yourself and authentic. And once you're true to yourself and authentic, you come across in a very different way, not only for others, but for yourself. It's like you are opening your heart to help others heal through your story. But at the same time, you're always healing yourself. One of the most beautiful things that we can also have as, as human beings, you know, have that moment where we remember that we're all one and everyone has different paths. Maybe mine was an eating disorder. Another person could be through codependency. But in the end, we all have things to heal and, and to respect and honor that and help each other grow is what makes uh, life so amazing. Oh, that's so true. I love that. And I know that you're all about healing from the inside out and you have a lot of powerful self-love practices. Can you tell Food Heals Nation about some practices that they can start, you know, trying out right away? Oh my God. Yes. So I like to, <laughs> yes. So again, my self-love practice is again for the mind, mind, for the body and for the soul. So I believe a lot in the power of affirmations, especially affirmations when you say them out loud or as Louis Hay taught all of us, I guess, affirmations in front of the mirror. This is powerful, people. This is powerful and it works. Definitely prayer. Without prayer, there's nothing's going to happen. And prayer is one of the most important uh, self-love practices because when we pray, we allow ourselves to give and receive guidance and connection. Forgiveness, as we said before, let's say you were not like super good with your last meal instead of going back to the punishment talk, let's get into a forgiveness talk and let it go. And definitely cultivating trust in your intuition, in the flow of life and your body. Your body is a beautiful vehicle for healing and is here to guide you in your process. And definitely preparing my food. For me, that is a very big self-love practice. 
Because when I do that, I am consciously taking care of myself and putting love and intentions in everything that I prepare for me or for others. And I think that is one of the most beautiful ways we can also show up for ourselves every day. Yes, I love that too. And I love infusing love into the food while I'm making it. And you know, you can really taste the difference. And so we met at Spirit Junkie Masterclass. Can you talk a little bit about what's been, you know, some of the biggest shifts that you've made since taking the course? Wow. It's hard to just talk about one, <laughs> but you know, I, you don't have to talk about one. You can tell me them all. <laughs> yes. I mean, the Spirit Junkie Masterclass was a really powerful experience. I'm sure that it was not only for me, for all of us, all that were all the beautiful tribe that we built there. And I think that is one of the most beautiful gifts that I got out of it. It was that community. We have a really powerful spirit junkie tribe and that motivates you and that keeps you focused and that keeps you going because let's be honest, it's not everyone outside of our world, let's say that is in this path. And sometimes when you are into spirituality or let's say you're a a full-time light worker, sometimes it's hard. So it's nice to have your group to get your, your strength back and when you're feeling a bit low, having people that support you and can guide you or tell you you're wrong, that is not the way, like take this affirmation, start doing this meditation, this is not who you are, that is your fear talking. So I think that was that was uh, really good for me. Also, a lot of tools that Gabby shared on how to apply all these principles in our routine, that was very good for me as well, especially when it comes to business how to continue taking spiritually aligned action, let's say, as a coach and how to build a community, let's say, that it's also like living under this same umbrella and and respecting, like, let's say, the lineage of, of your teachers. Also, all the Kundalini meditations were something that really helped my process. And after the Spirit Junkie Masterclass, I took some of those and, and really you know, make the most out of them. And I still practice a lot of them every day. And I think that was also something very powerful that I got from, from her. I mean, among many other things, it's like, we can be here like for hours. <laughs> <laughs> and how did it help your life coach and speaking business? Did it enhance it? Absolutely. So for many years, I used to give talks, but I never said that I was doing that publicly. So for a lot of people, I was a fashion designer and a wellness entrepreneur, and that was it. And in a way, the Spirit Junkie Masterclass really gave me that kick to take action and come spiritually speaking out of the closet. It was uh, after that class that I got the message, you know, you, you can continue this path of being spiritual and keep doing what you're doing, or, or you answer the call and, and become a full-time teacher, coach. And that's what I did. And it was thanks to Gabby. Is that when you switch your career from fashion to doing what you really felt called to do? Yes. I mean, today I'm still a fashion designer. I have a brand actually, but it's very interesting because my brand at the moment, we did you know a big turn and the messages and the DNA is, is very spiritual now. Like it's all out. So it's all about miracles and spiritual messages and things that really 
our intention is to make, I have two partners in this project, you know, it's, it's to make people really feel connected to themselves, but also invite others to do the same. And this was a result also of the experience that I had at the Spirit Junkie Masterclass, where I said, okay, I can't keep running or hiding. I have to show up and do the work. I mean, I've been, you know, like trying to get away, you know, I'm spiritual here and there and that's it. And no, it was time for me to really take a step and and make a decision and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it right. And, you know, leave my fear behind and take this new path. Yeah. As I learned a lot about fear and just how to overcome it. And I think that was huge in my journey. And I feel like most people I talked to, how they used it was they either had a business and they applied the principles to it that we learned, such as they had a brick and mortar business and then they started writing books or they started learning how to market on social media, but consciously, you know, and lovingly and to attract a tribe of good people and actually help people with their business or the people that literally left their corporate jobs and started becoming authors and speakers and coaches and podcasters and video, you know, YouTubers and all that stuff. And I think whether you take the teachings and you apply it to something you're already doing like you did, or you start a new career like you also did, it's like, it's so powerful and it's so helpful when you're like, oh, I was born to do this. I have a right to be here. I have a passion and that is what I'm going to take and use to create my life. Yes. I mean, something that I think the Spirit Junkie Masterclass and obviously Gabby is a master is really getting you out of your comfort zone. It's like you go there and after that, you won't leave being the same person that came in the room. You will be in a place where you're like, okay, fears are out. Now I know what's going on. Now what I'm going to do with this? I'm going to pack it all up and be the same that I used to be, or I'm actually going to transform my life and, and you know, take everything that I just learned and everything that I just realized that was around me, as you said, with fears and do the most out of it. It's powerful. It's so powerful. Oh my gosh. It's like, I'm getting excited just talking to you about it because I'm like, I I feel powerful just talking about, I I still rewatch the courses in digital all the time. Like like I listen to podcasts just to get me like excited and feeling fearless, right? In my next, whatever the next thing I'm going to do. So it's like, I'm taking the principles and applying them over and over every six months to whatever my new venture is, right? Like I just did this film and it was a film I had been working on for five years. Okay. And I just couldn't get it done. And yeah. And I had all these things to blame, like, Oh, I need money. I need time. And the truth is I just needed a month of dedicated time and a little bit of money. And I put the film together and it showed at the French Riviera Fest at Cannes. And before I did it, I sat down and watched a bunch of the modules again to get me into the mindset of, I can do this all the fears are of my own making. They don't actually exist. And that the world needed the message of the film that I was making. And so by me dragging my feet, I was actually not just doing something to myself, but I was actually holding back my gifts from the world. And I had to remind myself of that in order to finish it, you know? That's why I love this tribe. <laughs> like, I swear. It's like the minute that you have doubt, of, you know, like thinking, oh, well, maybe I just know. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Michelle. Well, thank you so much for sharing your tools with us and telling us about your story. Can you tell everyone where they can find you online, how they can work with you, follow you on Instagram, all that good stuff? 
<laughs> Absolutely. No, I'll be I'll be in Costa Rica, well Miami and Costa Rica very soon, like in three weeks. So I'll I'll be in a different time zone. But thank you so much for having me. You can find me on my website, www.michelledemateu.com. My Instagram is at Michelle de Mateu, my YouTube the same, my Facebook the same, and my LinkedIn the same. Or you can email me also, michelle at michelledemateo.com. Amazing. And I'm just going to spell it because people may not know it's M-A-T-H-E-U and it'll be in the show notes, all those links at foodhealsnation.com. Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Food Heals Nation, when we're talking about creating this spiritually aligned relationship with food, we're talking about mind, body, and spirit. And we have to take all three into account on this healing journey, right? And so I want to talk to you today a little bit about something that I put in my body to fuel it every day that's truly made a difference in my life, in my energy, and in how I feel every day. You've heard me talk about it before, but it is still on my current obsession list. It's Organifi. I love Love the green juice powder. It's a great morning detox to get you going in the morning. Then the red juice for the afternoon energy lift. You can replace your coffee because it makes you feel so good and there's no crash because there's no sugar. And then I'm ending every evening with the Organifi Gold, which is like this delicious golden milk, which you can take right before bed. This amazing sunrise to sunset power bundle where you can get all three is available at OrganifiShop.com and you can use our coupon code FOODHEALS to get 20% off of your order. But if you just want to try one, if you're not ready to try all three, I highly recommend the Organifi Gold. It's got pain-soothing herbs, antioxidants, phytonutrients, and it's delicious. So if you start incorporating the gold into your nightly routine, some pretty incredible things can happen. Most people report sleeping better and even deeper. A lot of people are dreaming bigger and remembering their dreams and having lucid dreams. It's like so powerful when your body is clean, you remember your dreams and there's a lot of meaning that you can take from your dreams. It's one of my favorite things. I don't know if you guys have a a dream journal, but I love to write down my vivid dreams and then try to figure out the interpretations or the messages. It's just one of my favorite things to do. And this like gold, golden milk truly helps with that. And I think one of the things that Drew, the founder of Organifi, really stresses that a lot of people have reported after using the Organifi Gold on a regular basis is actually pain relief because the gold soothes achy muscles. So it's one of my favorite tools in my healing toolbox and Food Heals Nation. If you want to add it to your toolbox, you know what to do. Go to OrganifiShop.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALS, get 20% off, add it to your toolbox and keep listening Food Heals Nation because we have two more interviews on creating a spiritual alignment with food. Roll it, Roxy. She's a vegan recipe developer, food photographer, and blogger behind the brand Sprouts and Krauts. Please welcome my friend, Alana Holden. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I'm so happy to have you, and it's been great seeing your face all the time. We do our mastermind together, and I've just been really enjoying um, being on the journey with you. Yeah, it's been a wonderful experience. Absolutely. Good. And so I love your brand, Sprouts and Krauts. I'm your Instagram fan. But take us through your journey. How did you really create your business and start from the beginning of, you know, creating a spiritually aligned relationship with food and going vegan? Take us back. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been vegan for over two years now and making that shift, I mean, it completely changed my entire trajectory in life really, because I started, um, I was a graphic designer for many years and I always had loved cooking, but really when I first went vegan, it just absolutely, you know, took me on this whole new direction to where I, you know, changed career paths. I went back to school to an amazing school called Bowman College, which is in Berkeley. And I was able to do a natural chef program there. And so really, you know, I just wanted to learn everything that I could about vegan cooking and nutrition and you know, really how to implement it into, you know, not just my diet, but really to, you know, be able to share that with the world as well. And you were the valedictorian in your class, I hear. I was, I was, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason behind going vegan? I have to say it was when I first started, it was, you know, the most superficial reason that you could think where I just, I had a big event coming up in a couple months and I just wanted kind of a quick way to, you know, get fit, lose some weight and just feel better. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so I just happened to come across this like vegan workout and diet plan. So I, I started doing that, but really within, you know, a few weeks, I, just, I started educating myself more and, you know, social media helped so much, just really seeing, you know, different things on social media that opened my eyes to the more ethical aspects of veganism and, mm-hmm. you know, really being aware of how animals are being treated and, you know, farming practices and things like that. So while I did, I started for more aesthetic reasons, but within a few weeks, really, you know, the ethical foundation behind it is what really led me to have it change my life. You know, for me, just being really like in alignment with where your food is coming from, I think is so important. And so having a garden and experiencing the growing cycles of food, I think it just, it really fosters a really healthy relationship with food. So talk to me about the blog is Sprouts and Krauts, and it's really about plant-based cooking, fermentation, and raw foods. Can you take us through fermentation and why, how to ferment foods and why it's like really, really good for us to eat fermented foods? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is something I'm so passionate about. And I actually, uh, just a couple months ago, I had the opportunity to do a uh, fermentation residency in Tennessee with Sander Kraut, who's a really well-known figure in the fermentation world. And so we, you know, dived into doing a lot of different ferments. So, I mean, for me, when I, when I started really, you know, you can be as simple as basically pickling vegetables. So that, that was where I really started just having a whole bunch of vegetables from the garden and, you know, you want to make use of them. And so fermenting them is actually a great way to preserve them. For something like making pickles where you're, you just have a mason jar filled with, you know, say if you're doing, you know, pickling cucumbers, you'd have some chopped cucumbers from the garden and then you make a, a saltwater solution and basically have it sitting on the counter out at room temperature for, you know, about a week or so. And it can kind of depend based on, you know, the climate and how warm or how cool your room is. But essentially, I mean, all vegetables have a lactic acid 
bacteria that are, it's naturally on the vegetables. And so taking it through the fermentation process is um, allowing that lactic acid bacteria to develop. And so having it in salt water, the salt kind of acts as a deterrent for any harmful bacteria that might develop, but then you're still getting this uh, reaction with the lactic acid bacteria. And that is what, you know, gives you that delicious, like fermented pickled kind of flavor, you know, so pickling is really the simplest way, but, um, you know, probably a lot of people maybe are familiar with sauerkraut or kimchi. Those are other really amazing vegetable ferments, but then I mean, you really go down the rabbit hole of so many different kinds of fermentations with grains and legumes, different kinds of beverages. Yeah. And it's really good for your immune system. It's really good for your digestion, all those good probiotics. Like it's just something that you want to incorporate into your daily or, or at least weekly routine, I would say, because it's just so much, you know, nutrition. I mean, how often are you eating fermented foods yourself, Alana? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I try to really at every meal. So whether that's some sort of fermented vegetable or top your dinner with some sauerkraut or kimchi, or you could have breakfast have a like fermented coconut yogurt or I mean there are so many options and so many different ways where you can add it in and it really enhances your meals and of course like we said the nutrition well you're doing better than me having it at every meal so now I need to step up my game (laughs) (laughs) talk to me about your spiritual relationship with food okay well you know I mean I feel like for me it really all boils down to a connection and you know, several different ways. I mean, first of all, you know, thinking of it in a personal way, like being really, you know, conscious and aware of the mind-body connection and learning how to eat in a way that is actually serving my body and and helping me to kind of really get to my highest self and choosing foods that will really enhance my health rather than harm it. I'm with you in terms of just eating really, really nutrient dense foods that nourish me and Mm -hmm. fill me up, but fill my soul as well. Because I know that I like love eating healthy food because I'm like, I know that my cells are inside going, yay, this is what we want. This is what we need, you know? Right. Exactly. Becoming vegan really brought me to this place where I was just more in touch with my connection to the planet at large and thinking about it in terms of like my connection with animals. So the ethical aspects behind it, as well as environmentally and, and really just kind of being conscious of all the different ways that my food choices impact that as well. Absolutely. And um, what advice do you have for someone who's like, I want to start a plant-based diet. I don't know where to start. First of all, follow her Instagram at Sprouts and Crowds, <laughs> but where where should someone begin? <laughs> well, I, I really think for starters, I, the most important foundation is, you know, really having like your motivation in place. I would say really being conscious about the reason why you're doing it. I also think it's so important to just really you know, set yourself up for success. And I know, I mean, we're so lucky these days, there are so many different resources out there. And, you know, I mean, different books, but then of course, I mean, online, there's so many different resources where you can educate yourself and find different recipes and, and, and find support too. There are a lot of, you know, Facebook groups and, and things like that, where you can really just kind of have support and get advice. And I think that's, really helpful. 
what it's all about when it comes to health is just discovering the right diet for you that nourishes you, your body, avoids, you know, your food allergies or whatever it may be so that you can live your best life, feel your best and you look your best because that's the goal. Right. A hundred percent. And I think, you know, it's so important too for, for people coming to the plant-based diet, just to know, you know, it doesn't really have to be difficult. Like it can be as simple as just eating a whole foods plant-based diet where you're, you know, just focusing on eating real food. Absolutely. So Alana, you took Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital. Can you tell me how I that, mm-hmm. yeah, how, what was your experience? How did it help your spiritual relationship with food? How did it help your business? Can you kind of tell us about that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was such an amazing experience and I really, I think it helped me so much in like just learning to tap into my own potential Yeah, and like such a big lesson for me is just that, you know, to know that using my talents is not only is it imperative for myself, but in terms of sharing my gifts with the world and really, you know, just learning to kind of harness those gifts and know that it's, that it is something that I should be sharing. That's such an important lesson for me. And then in terms with my relationship with food too, it, it was so helpful really in thinking in terms of becoming more aware of like my own triggers and, and really having, you know, developing self-awareness of kind of thinking about my relationship with food and how food can sometimes be used, you know, as more of emotional eating kinds of ways and almost, you know, using it to, you know, kind of numb out feelings at times, you know, that was definitely something that came up in spirit junkie masterclass. And I was definitely found that really helpful to kind of become more aware of and work on. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it is just like being really conscious of what we're doing, what we're telling ourselves, especially when we are eating. It's like, okay, if you're going to eat something that you know is not the best for you. If you're eating it, don't be judging yourself and saying, this is so bad for me. Oh my God, this is going to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, enjoy it. Love it. Be happy about it because then it's going to hit your organs differently than if you are judging it. And I think that's a big lesson for me. What it gave me was permission, like permission to shine my light and it's like, we are here. We are meant to be here. Whatever we feel passionately about, it's there for a reason and it's not going away. So we better be using it to help ourselves and to help others because it's going to be there. And if we're going to live a life in a job that we hate, in a body that we hate, we're never going to feel happiness. We're never going to feel joy. We're never going to experience our full potential. So it's like, yeah, we all have this drive inside of us, this potential inside of us to do greater things in the world, to do greater things that we're passionate about. And I think it, for me, it was like giving me permission, like, no, not only should you do this and do you have permission to do this, the world needs this. There are people that need you to shine your light in whatever way it is that you want to shine it. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I agree 100%. What's something that you have created since Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, really my whole whole Sprouts and Krauts brand, really, I would say. Yeah, I think doing Spirit Junkie like you said, it gave me permission to do that and kind of and realize, oh, I can go down this path. So I mean, yeah, for really 100% getting my the blog going. And now like I'm focusing more on the food photography aspect. I mean, those are all 
all things that I've created since going through Spirit Junkie. Beautiful. Well, you're doing amazing things. I'm so excited for you. Where can everyone find you online, follow you on Instagram, get your recipes, read your blog, all that good stuff? Yeah. So my blog is called Sprouts and Krauts. So if you go to sproutsandkrauts.com, that's where you'll find all of my recipes. And you can also, if you subscribe to my newsletter, I'll, I'll send you out an email whenever a new recipe comes out. And then if you go to Instagram on Sprouts and Krauts, I have all my gorgeous food photography going up there. I do um, you know, a lot of giveaways from time to time. I just finished doing a, a, a giveaway of a nice box of lemons from my garden. So I love to do fun stuff like that and kind of share the wealth of my beautiful produce that I have growing here in my garden. And then uh, Facebook also, Sprouts and Krauts. I have a Facebook page that you can check out as well. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for being here, Alana. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. He's a yoga and meditation teacher, an angel therapist practitioner, an angel aura card reader expert, a medium, and he owns the vegan restaurant Newman with the purpose of helping people to eat healthier, feel better, and realize it's easy to eat delicious foods without animals. Please welcome Dano. Hi, how are you? Good, Dan. I'm so glad to hear your voice. Yes, me too. I'm very happy to be here. I'm glad to have you. So, you know, the topic of the show is really about how you created a spiritually aligned relationship with food. And I know we bonded at Spirit Junkie Masterclass because we were some of the only vegans in the room. So tell me about your journey to getting to, you know, the healthy eating, the healthy food and the vegan restaurant. Well, first of all, I was very carnivore. I love to eat a lot of meat almost three times a day. Wow. But sometimes in my pad, I just realized that I was very angry with everything and I was suffering and anxiety and was very difficult to me to keep going. So I start meditating and reading self-discovery books. I just realized that What gets in in our mouths come out in some way in our beings. So I started changing some of the things I used to eat and started to eat more veggies. And I started realizing that I was less stressed out, only changing the things I was eating. Obviously, I also felt very energetic. I used to sleep a lot when I used to eat animal products. Everything changed around my food decisions. I just realized that I felt better eating plant-based foods. That helped me to process better my emotions around everything I was facing in my day-to-day life. And what is it about meat that contributes to that depression and that heavy feeling and that having to take a nap? What is it about it? Well, what I just realized in me is that Meat doesn't have vital energy. In yoga, it's called prana. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Usually when I had lunch with meat, I later need to take a nap to to keep working. But when I started eliminating the meat in my food, I realized that I didn't need the nap. And and was because the energy. If we want to improve our intuition, 
we must become as clean as possible in our food decisions. This is so true, Dano. I could not agree more. Yes. <laughs> yes. And meat, sadly, doesn't have any energy at all. And if we can add something <laughs> more bad to it is that meat has suffer in it. So when you eat a piece of meat, you are taking that suffering in you. And if you're a sensitive person like me, you don't know why, but you get sad and you get that suffer from the animal and it's inside your body because you are integrating that piece of meat to yourself. The opposite happens when you eat plant food, especially when you eat like veggies that are organic and locally grow up. Those foods energize you. Right. And I had the same awakening as you, Dano, and it was back when my father was still alive, but he had cancer. And so I started making all of the food connections and I told him, you're eating meat and the animals are suffering. And then you're ingesting that suffering because they're factory farmed animals. They're not killed lovingly on a farm. You know, they're not put to sleep nicely. They are in absolute fear and all those fear hormones are going through their body at the time of their death. And how can we actually think that that's not in the meat that they then produce besides the fact of all the hormones and terrible food that they're fed and things that are pumped into them to keep them pregnant all the time, you know, when it comes to cows. And so I told him that and he just said, I believe that you believe it. He said, but I don't believe it. <laughs> yes. That's a sad thing. Food has energy or doesn't have energy. When you eat food that doesn't have good energy is when you become sicker and sicker, and sicker, and sicker in some way. Maybe it's physical sick, or sometimes your feelings, emotions, your stress is perceiving that energy that you are eating. And that's what makes us sometimes be stressed, sad, anxious. And it's because the eat that we are eating that has a lot of bad energy around it. We must detoxify ourselves from all the bad energy that is around food right now. Yeah. How do we detoxify ourselves? Well, <laughs> as we can agree, I think the best way is eliminating all animal food from our plates. But I think sometimes with just adding green smoothie, uh, green juice can make such a difference in people. Absolutely. Well, you know that I'm in absolute agreement with you, but it's like if you're just starting out, it's like put some more veggies on the plate, make some smoothies, go organic as often as possible and see how you start to feel. And I bet you're going to start to feel a shift pretty quickly, which is what happened for me and which is what I think happened for you, Dano. So is that how you were shifting yourself out of depression? I know you were also suffering from acid reflux. How long did that take to shift when you were changing your diet? quite fast, maybe less than a year. But I must confess something. When I first became a vegan, not really was being like a health vegan. Oh, you were eating Oreos? I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of processed food. Right. Like meat substitutes and that I think they are great when you are craving some similar flavor, but they are not the best at all. It's obviously better than meat, 
because the energy of a processed vegan food is not bad, but has not a lot of fresh nutrients that I think we crave as humans. But when I reduce my consume of processed food and start eating fresh food, I just felt better. And I think my acid reflux just went away very fast. But I must to say something to this. Spirituality and emotion management is very mixed with food. So in my experience, I was unable to process a lot of emotions that I was living in my life. And I start working about how to manage my emotions and be able to digest them. And in the meanwhile, I was making changes and eating more fresh fruit, much fresh veggies. And I was helping my body to digest better the things I was eating. So I think one thing helped the other. If we eat easy to digest food, our emotions has an environment to be more easy to digest. I couldn't agree more. I think that these things go hand in hand when we're talking about the physical and emotional well-being. We have to have both. And if we're eating salads all day and saying terrible things about ourselves, it's not going to work. Or if we're eating terrible but doing our mantras and affirmations, it's also not going (laughs) to work because they really do complement each other on such a larger level. And so what was it that then inspired you to actually go open your restaurant? Well, most of the people are craving to eat healthier. If you see conversations right now, you talk about cancer. Cancer is increasing every day in people, also heart attacks and diabetes, obesity. We have a lot of health concerns that are coming from the food decision that people are making every day. So I came with the idea that designing a place that you can eat food, plant-based food, with almost the same flavor that can make people to be open to that change. And it's very satisfying for me to helping people to be more open. So in the restaurant, what I try to do is you can eat the same burger, you can eat the same tacos, you can eat the same pasta with almost the same flavor, but without the ingredients that can make you some harm. And people get really eyes open around that a change is possible. And where is your restaurant in Mexico? It's in in my town that is Merida. It's like three hours from Cancun. I'm going to come visit. I'll go to Cancun and then I'll come and drive the three hours to come to your restaurant because I have to try everything. It sounds so good. No, of course. And it will be a pleasure for me to have you here. Well, I love that. And I love how much passion you have behind what you do. And it really inspires me as a fellow vegan. To, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, to do more. And I know that you and I bonded, like I said earlier, at Spirit Junkie Masterclass. Can you talk a little bit about how your spirituality plays into this? And what shifts have you made since the class? A Spirit Junkie Masterclass is a really life-changing experience. For me, I found my voice. I found my story. I claim my power. And 
I found a family Yeah. <laughs> that sometimes when we are different, <laughs> you feel alone. Right. And when you find other people that are in the same channel as you, I think that is really amazing because that makes you believe in you, as I said in your story. And when you invite me to this podcast, I told you, I sometimes forget how good I am because uh, our ego is telling ourselves that we are not good enough right. and is telling ourselves that we must keep in ourselves in our comfort zone. And I think Spirit Junkie help us to find how special we are and how needed we are in the world and how to handle, to be in the world and be the spiritual leaders that our heart is calling us to be. And I can say it, I was there with a lot of fear. I became who I am now. A very nice thing that happened to me is that I came back. I launched my first free class to get some leads for my mailing list. And in that single launch, I got more than 3,000 new mails from zero. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> yes. Why happened that? Because I was so aligned. And I think Spirit Junkie helped us to do that, to be aligned with our energy and to manifest things that we don't think we are capable of manifesting. Right. And like realizing that our purpose and what we're feeling is a call that we have to answer. And if we don't, we will literally spend the rest of our life suffering because that call is there for a reason. We feel the need to do something. We have a passion and we've got to act on it. And it's our responsibility to act on it because it can help us heal ourselves and heal the world and live like a full joyful life. But if we're suppressing our gifts because of society or family judgments or judgments against ourselves or whatever our victim mentality reasons are, it's like then we're never going to thrive. And it's just about allowing yourself that gift of, no, I can do it. I will do it. Now watch me, you know? And allowing ourselves to be loved. Because yeah. deep in ourselves, we don't believe we are deserved of being loved and inspire others. And we really are. Every human is so special and is needed. We need a lot of people that they are hiding somewhere that because they don't want to be seen. But we mm. need everybody. And yeah. we must hear the voice of everybody. And I think we are going to make that change that the world is needing and craving right now. Well, I think you're already making it. And I'm just so glad to talk to you and to have met you that day. And I met you because you were wearing a <laughs> vegan shirt. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember Gabby loved the shirt too. And it's actually by our friends, Jackie from Beat by Beat, who's been on this podcast. And you were wearing, what was the tagline of the shirt? Do you remember? Of course. It's not you. Not you is me. It's meat. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, we're going to be friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And that t-shirt is just amazing. And, and also speaking about energy, that t-shirt has a lot of energy. I just felt called to wear it that day. It was amazing for me to be noticed by Gabby and a lot of people that talked to me that day. And it was because I was 
claiming who I am and showing my values to the world. What advice would you offer someone who was thinking about taking Spirit Junkie Masterclass digital? You have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think about it. Sometimes when you are going to make a decision that is scary, everything happens against you. (laughs) You must do it and you won't regret it because your life is going to change for the best. And a Spirit Junkie does that for you. I'm sure of that. It really does. And I know for me, the more I continue to get into alignment with my passions, the more things start to open up for me. So I'm just so grateful for that whole experience. It's correct. I think, as I said, alignment is everything. Our heart is speaking to us every day about our dreams or helping and being in service for other people. If we have the courage to just listen our heart, allowing to self to be held, we can be in alignment and we can live in the life that we know that is there for us. Really, really beautifully said. Well, Dano, this has been so much fun. And can you let everyone know where they can find you online, how they can work with you? You're also an angel therapist practitioner and you read oracle cards. You're a medium. How can people work with you? Well, For now, my website is only in Spanish. Thankfully, nowadays in Instagram, you can translate all the posts very easily. And you can find me, Dano Gonzalez Angeles or Angels plus E in Instagram. It's the best way. I'm planning soon to have some of my work in English. I just was reading today a book about angels and... The author was saying that America is going to be something amazing to change the world. There's a lot of things happening in the United States. I think it's becoming like the center of a big revolution that the planet is needing. Well, I'm happy to be here then. And I hope that you continue to spread your message in Mexico, here in the U.S. and beyond. So thank you for what you do. No, thank you. It's amazing (laughs) the the part that you're doing here. Thank you so much, Diana. All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed our conversations today about how to create a spiritually aligned relationship with food. This episode, as you know, was brought to you by Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie Masterclass. And if you are feeling the call to join the class of 2019, head on over to spiritjunkienation.com to sign up. And right now, I'm just going to leave you with some testimonials from some of my favorite spirit junkies and what they had to say about the course. Roll it, Roxy basically changed my life. Everything that was said completely resonated with me and completely cracked me open. I got to the core of my limiting beliefs. So it gave me permission and it gave me confidence. It's really a movement and really a community about bringing love into the world and light into the world and going through life and all life throws at us and how to work with life in a place where we choose love and we lean in towards our faith and not towards the fear or resistance in life and really about creating a life we love. Some of the exercises that Gabby had given us, I just started to bring them into my daily practices and slowly but surely what happened is we started attracting these massive big jobs, these big building jobs 
and amazing clients. And then of course the income comes in. So we are all of a sudden become a million dollar company <laughs> within six months. And so for me, a spirit junkie is someone who stands up for what they believe in and who isn't afraid of what other people think who is relentless and unapologetic in expressing who they are at their very most authentic level. It's someone who realizes that their story matters and that they can change the world with what they've been through. It's the sense of community too. I feel like Gabby is so, her integrity is so high and like attracts like. So she really attracts people who are ready for change and people who are ready for the next step. The community is so supportive. I'm in so many spiritual groups online and this is the only one where I feel like I can post wherever I want to post and there's always going to be 10 people who are like you're full of shit you're amazing <laughs> sometimes you need that little ego boost sometimes you get some really amazing amazing guidance you know it gave me permission to get back into my heart and to just really realize you know a lot of my work at the core is about self-love and helping girls get into their intuition and trust their intuition and to take a stand for that. And I got so much more than just a mentor and fellow spiritual teacher in Gabby. I gained an entire global community of awesome, heart-centered, loving, giving, caring individuals who want to live a miraculous life. And like, who doesn't want that? These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.